Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Phil the Bean. Folktales! Once upon a time... We just got done recording our first YouTube episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have some episodes. You just did like the cutest little lip bite just now. Oh, did it I? made my heart flutter. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't that even notice. Cute. Yeah, you did like a little like. Oh, it was yeah. really cute. That was all I for that. you. Thank you. I know I'm the only one who got to see it and I feel really special. Now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have like our episodes out, like not all of them, but quite a few episodes like of the podcast out on YouTube. But right. this is different. This is fucking visual. This is visual. Yeah. It is us telling, uh, well, it's me this time telling Emily yes. all about life in medieval Europe. It was really, it was it was lightning. Niche. It was, it was niche and enlightening, and it makes you think, and I loved it. it I can really cool. pretty much, correct me if I'm wrong, Em, but I can pretty much guarantee that like 85% of our listeners do not know the information in that I video. Would, I would gander to say 90 yeah, right? Yeah. I almost, I almost said 90, actually. So yeah, we're well, going to stick with that. Yeah, especially because we're a podcast, a history podcast for people who may not necessarily consider themselves history people. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. So hey, it's going to be worth a watch. Um, much like if you started from the beginning of our episodes and remember us saying like, please hang with us. It's going to get better. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. It's yeah. the same and thing And we did. YouTube. We did get better. We got so much better. And YouTube's going to get better. It's going to get so much better. Mm-hmm. So, so you just know, hang in there with just us. Just hang in there. Yeah. with us okay well for folk tales today um i for my first one i picked in this book there's like a ghost section nice. so i picked one called the tinker and the ghost Ooh. and this is one from spain and i can't really remember if we've done a spanish one before i don't know was that one was that one like nautical battle no that wasn't spain no, wasn't that? No, that one was um, South America. Yeah, yeah. yeah this I don't might know be if we've done. One. Yeah, because in that one involved Spain. Spain was okay. in it. That's okay. what you're thinking of for sure. Nice. Is they were like battling like against Spain or whatever. That's but right. Like, That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this is our first one, and it's ghosty. Yeah, it's ghosty. The Tinker and the Ghost. Okay. The Tinker. That's but pretty cute. Tinker stuff. I think. Yeah, I think a Tinkerbell. Yeah. Um, Okay. On the wide plain, not far from the city of Toledo, there once stood a great gray castle. For many years before the story begins, no one had dwelt there because the castle was haunted. Off to a great start. There's no living soul within its walls, yet on almost every night in a year, a thin... In the year. I don't know why that came out so weird. Yet... And yet, on almost every night in the year, a thin, sad voice moaned and wept and wailed through the huge, empty rooms. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. That's so fucking I cool. love this. I want to live there. And on All Hallows' Eve, mm-hmm. a ghostly light appeared in the chimney, a light that flared and died and flared again against the dark sky. Oh my god. Learned doctors and brave adventurers had tried to exorcise the ghost, and the next morning they had all been found in the great hall of the castle, sitting lifeless before the empty fireplace. Well, I kind of feel like <laughs> call a priest. You don't call a doctor. To no, you don't. Or an adventurer. Yeah, they like, don't know what, what the doing? hell they're no, doing. Get a priest in get there. Get a priest in there. A Catholic ass priest. Get yes. him in there. They. This is Europe. You can find a Catholic priest. 
Now one day in late October, there came to the little village that nestled around the castle walls a brave and jolly tinker whose oh. name was Esteban. And while he sat in the marketplace mending the pots and pans, the good wives told him about the haunted castle. It was All Hallows' Eve, they said. Oh, God, I love oh that! I love God. that this happens to be, like, no, Halloween! I, uh, I didn't even plan that. Esteban the Tinker for president. Oh, my him. gosh. He's, he's going to solve this problem. I can guarantee it. Um, it was All Hallows' Eve, they said, and if he would wait until nightfall, he could see the strange ghostly light flare up from the chimney. He might, if he dared go near enough, hear the thin, sad voice echo through the silent rooms. If I dare... Oh, is that, that, that would be free- yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel like that'd be <laughs> freaky. If I dare, Esteban repeated scornfully, Whoa. you must know, good wives, that I, Esteban, fear nothing, neither ghost nor human. I will gladly sleep in, sleep in the castle tonight okay, and maybe keep this not, dismal spirit company. Maybe not for president. Maybe not for president. He's He's, he's very confident. Yeah. But I love, like, the ghost needs him company. Yeah. Like, he's not about to... Like, try to get the ghost out of there. He's like, I'm going to keep this ghost company. I'm just going to, yeah, see what's that. up. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Why are you whining? Yeah, what's going on? You want to talk about it? <laughs> the good wives looked at him in amazement. Did Esteban know that if he succeeded in banishing the ghost, the owner of the castle would give him a thousand gold relays? R-E-A-L-E-S. Relays? Oh, I don't know. Reales? I would, I'm so bad at, like, I would have to look at it, like, spelling words out loud to me. I'm like, The uh, word real, and then E-S. Oh, yeah, Reales. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. A, A lot of money. Esteban chuckled. If that was how matters stood, he would go to the castle at nightfall and do his best to get rid of the thing that haunted it. But he was a man who liked plenty to eat and drink and a fire to keep him company. They must bring him a they must bring to him a load of fa- faggots, a side of bacon. Isn't that like cigarettes? Like a, no, I think Oh it's no, like it's a, a bundle stick, of sticks. Yeah, to like light a fire. It's a bundle of sticks. Yes. yes. Um a fag is a a cigarette. Oh, oh! I didn't know that. Yeah, look at us go. Mm. And now it's just a slur. Yeah, now it's with something. We're not saying it with that context, though. You guys know that. A side of bacon, a flask of wine, a dozen fresh eggs, and a frying pan. This sounds like the absolute tits. I was gonna say wine and bacon. Yeah, eggs. Yeah, a fire, a nice fire, and like also like fried up a little haunt and a little Esteban, my man. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing that Maddie and I have learned is that in general, I am the braver one Mm -hmm. when it comes to a haunt, because I don't believe in a haunt. And so it it fucks with my brain a little bit too much. I freeze and cry. And then Maddie's like up on her feet, like, where's the noise coming from? What's happening? We did have a small haunt. In, During recording, <clears throat> yep, in a in a studio, you might remember that on a on an episode if you've been yeah. listening. Thank you for that. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, and Emily, like, I've never seen it. She like curled up in her chair and uh-huh. just sat there, and I'm like running around the room, like, where where to come from? Yeah. Did it stop? Oh my god, it's happening! I, I always yeah. knew I would have this experience. Yeah. It's happening right now. <laughs> Holy 
shit. We still haven't figured out what that was, but I don't like when the logic isn't logicking. Yeah. And the logic was not logicking. Yeah. Nothing. Where was that sound coming from? Why was it so close to us, but know. so far away? What? Why did it sound like that? We, that was it, freaky. The mics didn't pick it up, but it Oof, was like... That makes it worse. It was like so close yet so far away yeah, no, and like otherworldly. So Nothing Ooh, followed me home, so we good. No, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. So I don't know. My son says that my house is haunted, so I'm working on it. Yeah. Still haven't cleansed it. Really need to get do that. the sage going. Now. I know. Maddie gave me sage. I got to work on it because he's like upset about this apparent ghost. I don't know. Oh, God. But, anyways, he's got his wine. He's got his bacon. He's got his eggs. Mm-hmm. He's got his wood for the fire. He's got his frying pan. The wives gladly did bring him all of this. Nice. And as the dusk fell, Esteban loaded these things on the donkey's back and set out for the castle. And you may be sure that not one of the village people went very far along the way with him. Don't yeah. blame him. It was a dark night with a chill wind blowing and a hint of rain in the air. Ooh, that's a good night. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the perfect mm, night for an All yeah, Hallows Eve haunt oh, in yeah, a castle. Yeah. Castle haunts, like, hit so different. Oh, it needs to turn into an all-out thunderstorm at some point, though. Yeah. For it to be perfect. It has to start out this way. Yep, yep. Like, once you pull up to the castle on that donkey, you know, yes. have, like, that lightning strike. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And be like, ah! And the donkey, like runs away yeah yeah it's like gets the fuck out of there it's like absolutely not because the animals are always the smart ones yeah as payment yeah (laughs) and just hoofs it out of there yeah yeah Yeah. esteban unsaddled his donkey and set him to graze on the short grass of the deserted courtyard then he carried his food and his faggots into the great hall it just feels so wrong to say i know it hits you wrong yeah and it just like keeps saying it too like please stop um it was dark as pitch there Bats beat their soft wings in his face. Oh my god. He's gonna get... Bats beat their soft wings in his face. I love that. He's totally gonna get, uh... Rabies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's the haunt. That's the haunt there, is you go crazy. And you fear water. The air felt cold and musty. He lost no time in piling some of his sticks. Sticks. It just feels wrong to say. There you go. In one corner of the huge stone fireplace and, and in lighting them. As the red and golden flames leapt up the chimney, Esteban rubbed his hands. Then he settled himself comfortably on the hearth. That is the thing to keep off both cold and fear, he said. Does rabies make you afraid of the water? Wait, wait. <laughs> is that a thing? Yes, it makes you hydrophobic. What? No way. Yeah. I first heard that in the office, like Michael Scott says something about it, but I thought he was just saying that because Michael Scott's dumb. Yeah. No, it's true. Wow. You become hydrophobic. Huh. Well, slap my ass. I know. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting, though? And rabies. rabies is the worst. And once you got it, you're done. Yeah, that's like, it. Yeah, once you get symptoms, at least. Damn. 100% mortality rate. God, rabies. And that's man. why, like... If you wake up in a room and realize there's a bat in it, you have to go through the whole rabies shots thing just in case. Why aren't more people talking about rabies? I had no clue. Oh, it's terrifying. And bats, like little bites are so small that you may never know that you even got bit by one. So if you are just like around a bat, like you have to just in case. I think bats are so cute. They're so cute. (gasps) At our zoo. Yeah. At the Boise Zoo. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, the I don't. ones in that little smelly room. Yeah, the little smelly room. Yeah. I don't want them to like fly at me. No, I think oh, that they're God, cute no. to look at. Like, little pig pig noses. They're pig noses, Ugh. and they just look like little like mice with wings. Yeah, and mice are cute. They're so cute. Oh, like my little gosh. fuzzy bats. Come on. 
they're adorable. So I mean, there are some types that like aren't adorable, but yeah, there is like one fruit bats and stuff. I was so gonna cute. say there's one with like too piggy of a nose where I'm like, mm, okay, I know exactly. Is it like the vampire bats or something? There's like a certain there's type one that is like, like too. Mm, you're a little scary. Too snout. Like, too snout. Yeah, too much. It's too snout. Too snout. Yeah. yeah, but fruit bats and they eat fruit. Yeah, come on. Adorable. Very cute. Oh, can't get cuter than that, except for when you get rabies. Um. <laughs> But I, I like that is the thing to keep off both cold and fear. That feels like very hobbity. It does. Say. Like kick up his feet next to the yeah. fire. Uh, that is the thing right there. I'm good. Uh huh. Carefully slicing some bacon, he laid it in the pan and set it over the flames. I'm so hungry all of a sudden. God, yeah. How good it smelled and how cheerful the sound of its crisp sizzling. Shut the fuck is up. Is he this a hobbit? So good. He might be Esteban. I mean, he's he's kind of down for an adventure, so he definitely he is. is like a took. Or yeah, you know, yeah. he's a he's a certain type of hobbit. For he's sure. from a certain sure. family. Who okay. Doesn't mind an adventure. He had just lifted his flask to take a deep drink of good wine when down the chimney there came a voice, a thin, sad voice, and oh me it wailed. Oh me, oh me. Esteban swallowed the wine and set the flask carefully down beside him. Not a very cheerful greeting, my friend. <laughs> Esteban's a cocky yeah. son of a bitch. Esteban is Zach Bagans in a last life, like provoking ghost. Oh, if I you're love a it. ghost adventure watcher, someone is because one of our listeners comments yeah. on her stuff every time I mention Zach Bagans. But yeah, no, he'll literally walk into a haunt and just start like shit talking the ghost, oh, like yeah. pissing them off. This it's is like, Zach, like, chill. What is the like uh, BuzzFeed unsolved mysteries, guys? Yeah, uh, Ryan and um, Shane. Shane. Yep. Shane is the same way too. Like walks yeah. in a room, like fuck off, ghosts. I know. Yeah. He's no, the, same energy. Yeah. Yep. I fucking. Ugh. I love that show, but Shane drives me so crazy. Like, don't bring him. Like, no ghosts are like coming out. Like, why are you just mocking with, this whole thing? I hate this energy. Yeah. No it. way. They're they're gonna be like, no, you're not worth it, and the ghost will just stay hidden. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but hey, he stays safe. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think he's really scared shitless. Probably. Shane, if you're listening, I, I've thought that forever. And I've like told my husband every time we watch him, like, he's so fucking scared, mm-hmm. dude. He's walking like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I see through it. He's quaking in his old yeah. boots. You're scared, mm-hmm. boy. He's scared. Um, I mean, Esteban is straight up making eggs and bacon. So I don't know if he's scared. No, I don't. Yeah, no. I think he's just like fine he's vibing yeah not a very cheerful greeting my friend he said and he moved the bacon on the pan so that it would be equally brown in all its parts yeah Yeah. he's unbothered he's genuinely man's a sagittarius i think yeah he's uh, no fear no fear at all but bearable to a man who is used to the braying of his donkey (laughs) and oh me sobbed the voice oh me oh me Esteban lifted the bacon carefully from the hot fat and laid it on a bit of brown paper to drain. Then he broke an egg into the frying pan. This made me so hungry. Oh, my God. And he gently shook the pan so that the edges of his egg should be crisp and brown and this yolk soft. Oh, my God. My mouth is watering. No, I know. I want it. I want Mm. it. And the voice came again, only this time it was shrill and frightened. Look out below, it called. I'm falling. All right, answered Esteban. Only don't fall into the frying pan. Esteban's such a vibe. He is. Oh, God, I love him. With that, there was a thump. Oh. And there on the hearth lay a man's leg. Oh! Oh, it was the leg is talking? Uh, it was I'm a, falling. It was, a good, it was a good leg enough, and it was clothed in 
half a pair of brown corduroy trousers. All right, okay. Esteban um, ate his egg, a piece of bacon, and drank again from the flask of wine. Wow, man's is unbothered. Yeah, got it. Like, to a concerning degree. I was going to say, like, I'm I'm a little obsessed with Esteban. Yeah, I think he's pretty fucking cool and maybe, like, needs help. Yeah. Um, the wind howled around the castle and the rain beat against the windows. Then... Look out below, called the voice sharply. I'm falling. There was a thump, and on the hearth there lay a second leg, okay. just like the first. Oh, we're going to build a whole body, all right. Yeah. We're playing hangman, pretty much. Uh, We've got uh, two legs now. Esteban moved it away from the fire, piled on more sticks, and then he warmed the fat in the frying pan broke it, and broke into it a second egg. Nice. God, I love this. And look out below, roared the voice. And now it was no longer thin, but strong and lusty. Look out below, I'm falling. Fall away. <laughs> oh, no. Fall away. Esteban answered cheerfully. Oh, only don't spill my egg. <laughs> there, there was a thump, heavier than the first two. And on the hearth there lay a trunk. Nice. Okay, okay. Now we're yeah. going to get an arm and another arm. Yeah, I'm assuming they mean like the trunk of a body, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're building, we're building a body. Uh-huh. Um... It was clothed in a blue shirt and brown corduroy coat. Okay. Esteban was eating his third egg and the last of the cooked bacon when the voice called again and down fell first one arm and then the other. Yep, yep. Now, thought Esteban as he put his frying pan on the fire and began to cook more bacon. Now there's only the head. I confess, I'm rather curious to see the head. I am too. And look out below, thundered the voice. I'm falling, falling. Oh, shit. <laughs> and down the chimney there came tumbling a head. It was a good head enough with nice. thick black hair and long black beard and dark eyes that looked a little strained and anxious. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, you the know. The body had fallen apart. That's yeah, fair. That's fair. I'm and giving, it's giving like Rasputin from Anastasia. <gasps> like the, It is. He's like totally fallen apart. He's always just fallen yeah, apart. The little, little bat. Yeah, What's Bartok. His name? Bartok. He's always putting him back together. Poor yeah. Bartok. Esteban's bacon was only half cooked. Ugh. Nevertheless, he removed the pan from the fire and laid it on the hearth. And it's a good thing that he did, because before his eyes, the parts of the body joined together, and a living man, or his ghost, stood before him. And that was a sight that may have startled Esteban into burning his fingers with bacon fat. Good evening, said Esteban. We have an egg and a bit of bacon? No, I want no food, the ghost answered. But I will tell you this, right here and now. You are the only man out of all those who have come to the castle to stay here until I could get my body together again. Yes. The others died of sheer fright before I was half finished. That is only because they did not have sense enough to bring food and fire with them. Yes. <laughs> Stavon replied coolly. So hobbit. He's such a hobbit. Yeah. And he turned back to his frying pan. <laughs> I, oh my God. God, he's the best. Yeah. Wait, I, the ghost is like, wait. Wait, can you be, like, a little scared? This kind of, like, rude. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Wait a minute, pleaded the ghost. If you will help me a bit more, you will save my soul and get me into the kingdom of heaven. Out in the courtyard, courtyard under a cypress tree, there are buried three bags, one of copper coins, one of silver coins, and one of gold coins. It's always a cypress tree. Oh, it is. They're spooky. I stole then from... I. Stole then from thieves and brought them here to the castle to hide. But no sooner did I have them buried than the thieves overtook me, ah. murdered me, and cut my body into pieces. Ah. But they did not find the coins. Ah, what idiots. Now you come with me and dig them up. Give the copper coins to the church, the silver coins to the poor, and keep the gold coins for yourself. Esteban. Then I will have expiated my sins and I can go to the kingdom of heaven. 
This suited Esteban. So he went out into the courtyard with the ghost. And you should have heard how the donkey brayed when he saw them. But they reached the cypress tree in the corner of the courtyard. It's like super cool of the ghost to go with him. I wasn't picturing Oh, that. yeah. He's like, like, I'll show you around. Yeah. Like, I'll show you. Like, I can't, there's a couple cypress trees. I'll show you. I can't, like, dig for it myself. Oh. Um, but, yeah. Just you wait. Oh. Dig, said the ghost. Dig yourself. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Story. Such a vibe. Dig yourself. Yeah. Come on. So the ghost dug. What? Oh, my gosh. Esteban is the ghost tamer. Yeah. He's got to be a Sagittarius, right? Like, he's got, like, an unhinged level of... Or do you think that he's, like, a, an earth sign? Or a Scorpio? I was gonna say Scorpio. Yeah. If it's, like, macabre and spooky and you're, like, totally into it and eating eggs and bacon, like, Like, you might Scorpio. be a Scorpio. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Spooky yeah, babies. I can see it, yeah. The, like, they're vibing with a ghost. I just feel like a Scorpio might be more friends with the ghost. But I don't know. They seem to be vibing. They, they, I mean... They are vibing. A Scorpio would look a ghost dead in the eye and say, like, you dig fucking your, dig it. Yeah, dig it yourself. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? You're I, the one who needs to go to the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, I'm, I like, literally work came in, out bitch. here to dig it, but now that I'm out here, no, you fucking eh, do it. I don't want to anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, oh, wait. Oh, so the ghost dug. And the time, after a time, the three bags of money appeared. Now, will you promise to do what I ask you to do? Asked the ghost. Yeah, I promise. Esteban answered. Then, said the ghost, strip my garments from me. Oh. Okay, this Esteban did. And instantly the ghost disappeared, leaving his clothes lying there with the short grass of the courtyard. It went straight up to heaven and knocked on the gate. St. Peter opened it, and when the spirit explained that he expiated his sins, gave him a cordial welcome. Nice. Come on in, buddy. Esteban hasn't even done anything yet, so he could just, like, fucking keep the money. All of it. Yeah, I mean, he's in. He's in heaven now. Was it just the taking the clothes off thing? Did it need to be the money? Because, like... I don't know if it's, like... Well, I mean, you gave it your best shot to get the money to people who deserve it. Yeah, now it's up to Esteban. Yeah, so I guess you can go to heaven. I'm shocked Esteban wasn't, like, you walk to the church and give it to him yourself. Right? right? I'm... Probably should have. I mean, that's the way to yeah. expiate your sins. Yeah. Whatever that means. Uh, Esteban carried the coins into the great hall of the castle, fried, and ate another egg. Yeah. My man's got protein. He's like, he's... Protein on protein. Going on a dozen. Oh, yeah. And then he went peacefully to sleep before the fire. The next morning, when the village people came to carry away Esteban's body, they found <laughs> him making an omelet out of the last of the fresh eggs. Wow, yeah. My man. Are you alive? They gasped. <laughs> I am, Esteban answered. And the food and the wood lasted through very nicely. Now I will go to the owner of the castle and collect my thousand gold reales. The ghost has gone for good and all. He will find his clothes lying out in the courtyard. And before their astonished eyes, he loaded the bag of coins on the donkey's back and departed. First, he collected the thousand gold reales from Mm -hmm. the grateful lord of the castle. Then he returned to Toledo, gave the copper coins of the cure of his church. Yeah, faithfully distributed the silver ones among the poor. And on the thousand reales and the gold coins, he lived in idleness and great contentment for many years. Esteban's my hero. I love him. Yeah. Esteban's my hero. Esteban and... Our girl from Be Bold, Be Bold. Yeah, Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Together. Because she's a bad bitch. And he's an unbothered king. Mm -hmm. And together, 
they will rule the world. A power couple. That is my king and queen right there. It surely is. I follow them anywhere. Oh, yeah. I follow them to the depths of the... Well, I have an Irish one, and yeah. it's a little long, so okay. let's get at her. Hit it's me. called Master and Man. Ooh. Billy MacDaniel was once a good-natured young man as ever, shook his brogue at a festival, emptied a court, or handled a shilly. What is a brogue? I don't know. Tell I, me it's an ass. I want it to be. He shimmed that ass. Yeah. Um, he feared for, for nothing but yeah. the want of drink, <gasps> cared for nothing but who should pay for it, and thought of nothing but how to make fun over it. Um, Johnny Tar. Yeah, right? This is Johnny Tar. Oh my gosh. Also, if someone wants to explain that song to us, please do, because we're a little confused we're by a the little end. bit lost. Like, we very follow end. it up until up that until last very end. sentence of the last verse. He died of... Th- did he need more? Um, is thirst a disease? It, I feel like Did he die of thirst? thirst? I feel like that's what they're like trying to say. Like, he hadn't drank enough alcohol? Right, yeah. Or it was too much alcohol and that it dehydrated him and killed him. I have questions. But, like, but then they say, like, and it's not what you're thinking. It wasn't the drinking. Drink so that's it could have been that. No, it's very confusing. So someone please Explain. let us know. We um, love that song. Our man Billy likes to party. Yeah, um, drunk or sober, a word and a blow was ever the way with Billy MacDaniel. And ever a mighty easy way it is of ever getting him into or ending a dispute. This is written very weird. I hope this is Mine was too. It was so hard to get <laughs> I know through. I'm like stumbling over my yeah, words. Yeah, the but words this is are what all it like says. backwards. Like it, it's yeah. in a weird order so you know um i, I get hope ya. you're following i hope yeah, you're following. yeah i gotcha more is the pity that through his fearing and caring and thinking for nothing but drink this same billy mac daniel fell into bad company that, <gasps> that'll happen oh no for billy. surely the fairies <gasps> are the worst of all company anyone could come across yeah bitch you're gonna be some unseely folk yeah it so happened that Billy was going home one clear frosty night, not long after Christmas. We've, oh. like, moved along in the year here. Yours oh. was All Hallows' Eve, and now we're at Christmas. Oh, yeah! The moon was round and bright, but although mm. it was a fine as night as heart could wish for, he felt pinched with cold. My word, chattered Billy. A drop of good liquor would be no bad thing <laughs> to keep a man's soul from freezing in him. Literally was thinking, you know a man's needs. Vodka coat. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you can get the beer jacket on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I had a full measure of the best. Oh, He's gonna yeah, go get that top shelf shit, Billy. Let's go. I mean, no, this probably isn't good. He's probably he's. It definitely sounds like he's an alcoholic. So no, Billy, no, go <laughs> to the AA meeting. No, he wishes he had a full measure of the best. No, call your sponsor. Never wish it twice, Billy. Said a voice from right beside him. Ooh! He looked down and saw a little man in a three-cornered hat, bound all about with gold lace and with a great <gasps> civil silver buckle on his shoes. Just like a little leprechaun. Yeah, which were so big that it was a wonder that he could even wear them. Baby. Yeah, love. He held out a glass as big as himself, filled with as good as liquor as any eye ever looked on or any lip ever tasted. Holding a glass as big of as big as himself is yeah. so cute. So cute. Like a like a bear hug. Oh my gosh, adorable. Success, my little fellow, said <laughs> Billy MacDaniel. Nothing daunted, though well he knew that the little man belonged to the good people. Here's to your health, and thank you kindly. Polite Billy. 
And he took the glass and drained it to the very near bottom without ever taking a second breath to it. What a wow. champion. Yeah. That's our Johnny Tar. Success, said the little man. And you're heartily welcome, Billy. But don't think to cheat me as you have done others. Oh. Out with your purse and pay me like a gentleman. Ooh. Oh, okay. He's but you calling can't... your tab. Yeah, but you probably shouldn't just like give someone something in the guise of that it's a gift. It and did then be like, sound that way. Actually, yeah. you better fucking pay me. Pay me, bitch. Yeah. Is it I pay you? Said Billy. Could I not just take you up and put you in my pocket as easy as a blackberry? <gasps> Is that a threat, Billy? <laughs> That's a fucking threat. Billy MacDaniel, <laughs> said the little figure, getting very angry. Yeah, you tell him, man. You shall be my servant for seven <gasps> years and a day. Oh, and that shit. is the only way I will be paid. <gasps> so make ready to follow me. Shouldn't have drank it. The failed trick yet. That's the thing. You, you never, ever yeah. get something for nothing with the fae. Nope, that's how they work. It's, and usually you're getting the shit end of the deal. You are absolutely getting the shit end of the deal. Basically always. Also, I kind of feel like, didn't he just say, like, take out your purse and pay me? I feel like maybe you should have just done it because now oh you're, like, God. in seven now years in debt to this guy. Yeah, don't don't fuck with the Fae. When Billy heard this, he began to be very sorry for having used and hold such words against the little man. Yet, without knowing why, he felt himself obliged to follow the little man about the country the whole night. Up oh. and down, over hedge and ditch, and through bog and brake without any rest. Oh. His little legs, they be yeah. gone. When morning began to dawn, the little man turned around to him and said, You may go home now, Billy, but on your peril, don't fail to meet me in the fort field tonight, or it may be the worst for you in the long run. <sighs> if I find you a good servant, you will find me an indulgent master. Why is that hot? Ooh, it is. He's telling, he's calling Billy MacDaniel a good girl. Yeah, right he is. That's what's happening. Yeah. So home went Billy MacDaniel, and though he was tired and weary enough, he stayed in bed all that day. He couldn't get a wink of sleep for thinking of the little man. He was afraid not to do his bidding, so he got up that evening, and away he went to Fortfield. Good man. Good, good Billy. It was not long before the little man arrived and said, Billy, I want you to go on a journey tonight. So saddle one of my horses, and you may saddle another for yourself, as you are to go along with me and may be tired after your long walk last night. Billy thought this very considerate of his master. Mm-mm, don't do it. God, and thanked Billy, him accordingly. You don't learn. You're, he's not going to give you shit for nothing. But, said he, if I may be so bold, sir, I would ask which way is the way to your stable. For never a thing do I see but the old fort tree and an old thorn tree. Okay, wait. So this is Billy talking, I guess. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. <clears throat> So, again, I'm so sorry this is written so strange. I'm, like, really struggling. Um, I would ask, which way is it to your stable? For never a thing do I see but the old fort here and the old thorn tree in the corner of the field and the stream running down the bottom of the hill and a bit of bog beside it with the rushes growing in on it. So there's the scene. Mm-hmm. Really set it for you. Beautiful. Ask no questions, Billy, said the little man. Okay. But go over there to that bit of bog and bring me two of the strongest rushes you can find. <gasps> Billy, I know we just talked we about that. We know about rushes now. Mm-hmm. After our YouTube video. Yep, watch guys. it. It's going to be out at the end it. of this month. Mm-hmm. You'll know all about rushes too. He picked two of the stoutest rushes. Those are the ones you want. The, the we talked rushes. about it. You make a candle out of them. That's yep, what you we know now. Y'all dry it out. Yeah, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and brought them back to his master. I wonder if he's his master now. Yeah. 
Get up, Billy, said the little man, taking one of the rushes from him and striding across it. Oh, like a like a horse stick, you know, like yeah, a little horse. Yeah, yeah. Where shall I get up, please, your honor, said Billy. Why, up on horseback, like me, to be sure, said the little man. Is it after making a fool of me that you'd be, said Billy, bidding me to get on horseback upon that bit of rush? Maybe you want to persuade me that the rush I pulled a minute ago out of the bog over there is in fact a horse? Billy, why you gotta... God, stop arguing. Just like do it or don't. Like just trust him or be like, you know what? This kind of fucked me over last time. So I'm actually not going to get on the rush. Thank you. Up, up and no words. Said the little man, man. looking very angry. Yeah, he's getting impatient. Billy, stop being argumentative. Just make a decision. The best horse you ever rode was but a fool next to these. Oh. So Billy, thinking it was all a joke, but fearing to vex his master, straddled upon the rush. Bram, 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 cried the little man suddenly. Immediately, the rushes swelled up into fine horses, and away they went at full speed. Fucking cool. It's so cool. Is Billy going to owe him now, though? I don't know, man. But Billy, who had put the rush between his legs without much minding how he did it, found himself sitting on horse the wrong way. Oh, Billy, that's so embarrassing. So embarrassing, uh, which was rather awkward. With his face to the horse's tail, bro. So quickly he had his... Sorry, God, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're okay. So quickly had his steed started off with him that he had no power to turn around and was therefore nothing in it but to hold by the tail. Oh, so he's just, this, this is, is so embarrassing. It's and really, really for everybody embarrassing. And like the horse hates it, you know. The horse hates it. At last they came to their journey's end and stopped at the gate of a fine house. Mm. Now, Billy, said the little man, do as you see me do and follow me close. But as you did not know your horse's head from its tail, mind that your own head does not spin round until you can't tell whether you are standing on it or your heels. Oh, shit! For He's rem- so sassy. I know. For remember that old liquor, though it can make a cat squeak, can make a human dumb. <laughs> he just huh. called him a stupid alcoholic. He did. The little man then said some queer kind of words, out of which Billy could make no meaning. But he managed to say the words anyway, and soon as he did, he felt himself flying alongside the little man, though he did not know how, and through the keyhole of a door, through one keyhole after another until they reached Whoa. the wine cellar, <gasps> which was well stored with all kinds of wine. I am mm, 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 mm. so glad you're following this because I'm reading the words and I'm like, I have no clue what's happening. Like, I don't magic know why shit. I can understand Magic this. shit's happening. Oh, man. And now they're in a wine cellar. And I was doing my, uh, 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 but yeah, I'm not a wine bitch unless it's Moscato. And I have a feeling it's not Moscato down there. No, I have. I a, want it to taste like juice. I have a feeling that like Billy's so hooked on the sauce that he's going to need like liquor. Is wine going to even... going to be enough for him? Yeah, no, Probably I feel like, not. like what is yeah. this grape juice? Am Give I me some four? fucking whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> The little man fell to drinking as hard as he could, and Billy, in no way disliking the example, did the same. The best of masters you are, surely, said Billy to him, and I will be well pleased to be in your service if you continue to give me plenty of drink. I have made no bargain with you, said the little man, and will make none, but get up and follow me now. Away they went again, through the keyhole, after keyhole. 
And then each mounted on their rush he had left at the hall door. And they scampered off, kicking the clouds before them like snowballs as soon as the words, Bram, 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 had passed their lips. Just really worried about Billy's liver. Uh, yeah, uh, Billy's liver has left the chat a long time uh-huh. ago. When they came back to the fort field, the little man dismissed Billy, bidding him to be there the next night at the same hour. Thus did they go on, night after night, shaping their course one night here and another night there, sometimes north, sometimes east, sometimes south, and sometimes west, until there was not a gentleman's wine cellar in all of Ireland they had not visited. And they could tell the flavor of every wine in every cellar well, as or better than the butler himself. Damn! Here's the thing, though. Like, you're saying they're just, like, clearing out these wine cellars, but, like, they go to a wine cellar, at night, right? Yeah. They can get through what? Maybe two bottles? I don't know. These Billy's... people have to have dozens. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. Considering Billy is a Johnny Tar, mm-hmm. he could get through three to six. Yeah, I don't say. know An how... impossible amount for even a grown oh, man. Oh, God, like, right? Three to six, right? I don't know like Still, wh- what this little man's magic is packing here. I don't know yeah. if he can just like guzzle her down. Because I'm like, these rich people, they got to have dozens of bottles. Yeah, so, to like, have like a they... full cellar. Yeah, and you can't like come back the next night because then they're going to be like half our wine's gone. Like yeah. or three to six bottles of our wine is gone. Yeah, and God. they're going to fucking notice that. So I don't... I'm just saying, I don't understand the logistics, but... It's fine. Maybe it'll all work itself out. Maybe it's going to explain. They usually, I was going to say they usually do, but actually a lot of times they (laughs) actually fucking don't. Right? Like They just like leave you to wonder. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, now we've gotten to the part of the story where it says one night. So some shit's going to go down. This is a big event. Mm -hmm. One night when Billy McDaniel met the little man as usual in the fort field and was going to the bog to fetch horses for their journey, his master said to him, Billy, I shall win another horse tonight, for maybe we will bring back more company than we take. Mm. You bring back some ladies to the house? Yeah, bring back some more company. So Billy, who now knew better than to question any order given to him by his master, brought a third rush, wondering who it might be for to travel back in their company and whether he was about to have a fellow servant. Oh. Yeah, that's cute. My mind went straight to 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 Pound Town. Yeah. Yeah. If it's another servant, thought Billy, he shall go and fetch the horses from the bog every night, for I don't see why I am not, and every inch of me, as good a gentleman as my master. Aww. Okay. Billy's just like, <clears throat> one, very confident in himself, two, very lazy, and is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, like, I'm someone else go. Get, it's like literally picking rushes, you're fine. Yeah, like, this doesn't, and then getting to ride them around as like, Yeah, cool like horses. you straddle it, and then it turns to a horse. You're not saddling anything, you're not shoeing it. Yeah, like, just like that. <gasps> it doesn't get any easier. bareback, is that what that means? Oh, yeah, probably. It's hard. Yeah, because, I mean, scary. yeah, he wasn't face to saddle. He was, like, face to, to horse ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, Billy. Mm-hmm. Well, away they went, with Billy leading the third horse, and never stopped until they came to a snug farmer's house in the county Limerick. Mm. Within the house, there was a great carousing, and the little man stopped outside for some time to listen. Ooh, then turning round... Eavesdropper. A little drop in eaves. Then turning round all of a sudden, he said, Billy, I will be a thousand years old tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. Happy birthday. God bless us, sir, said Billy in surprise. <laughs> will you? Same, same Billy. Yeah. It's basically what I just said. 
Don't say those words again, Billy, said the little old man. Now he's a little old man. Oh, oh. Or you will be my ruin forever. Now, as I will be a thousand years in the world tomorrow, I think it is full time for me to get married. It seems like a good time. Uh, boy math. I think, <laughs> I think so, too, without any kind of doubt at all, said Billy, if ever you mean to marry. And to that purpose, said the little man, I have come all the way to this house, for in this house, this very night, is the young Darby Riley going to be married to Bridget Rooney. And as Bridget is a tall and comely girl and has come of decent people, I think of marrying her myself and taking her off with me. I'm gonna, gonna swap a bride. Okay. Gonna, gonna take her. I wonder how she feels about that. And no. I don't know if Darby's gonna be very happy. No, I don't think so. Bridget's a really cute name, by the way. And what will Darby Riley say to that, said Billy. Yeah, Billy I'm, I'm worried about much. what Darby's gonna do. Silence! Said the little man. Oh, he doesn't want to hear it. He no. wants he wants a friend that is an enabler first and a friend second. Yeah, yeah. It says, silence, said the little man, putting on a mighty severe look. Oh, you're very scared. I'm very scared. I did not bring you here with me to ask questions. I have a question. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining this man to be a solid eight inches tall. Where's mm-hmm. your head at? Oh, I saw a picture. Um... So I, yeah, because I'm, I'm picturing small, like a, small. yeah, like, like in human glass. small. Here. Yes. With the glass. Yes. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah he looks about like maybe a foot. Yeah. He's maybe. like up to his knee. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? In that picture, Billy ain't looking too tall. So Billy's not looking too tall. So, so I, yeah, I, I like, sure we'll go. I like eight solid, to 10 inches. I eight like to that. 10 inches. Yeah. I like that. Definitely not a foot. Yeah. Right. Or maybe, I don't know. Less than. Okay, yeah. We're not hitting quite a foot. Okay, mm-hmm. for sure. Without holding further argument, he began saying the queer words which had had the power of passing him through keyholes as free as air, mm-hmm. and which Billy thought himself mighty clever to be able to say after him. Into the house they both went, and up into the rafters, for the better viewing of the company and to keep out of sight. Ooh, okay. The little man perched himself up as nimbly as a sparrow on one of the big beams <laughs> which went across the house over the heads of the guests, and Billy did the same upon another facing him. I, d- I feel like we're all seeing Billy sitting up there, but... Yep, yep. You know. For sure, because he is not teeny tiny. Nope, he's, he's... That's just the guy up there. Yep, he is just like a, an Irish guy sitting yeah. up there. <laughs> yep. um, but as he was not much accustomed to roosting in such a place, his legs hung down as untidy as may be. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. while the little man sat contently upon his haunches, he just sat oh, on a haunch. That's very cute. There they sat, both master and man. Ah, it's the title. Oh! Looking down upon the fun that was going forward. Under them were Priest and the Piper, the father of Darby Riley and Darby's two brothers, the father and mother of Bridget Rooney and her four sisters, oh. with brand new ribbons in their caps, and, oh. and their three brothers, whew, all looking Whoa. clean and as clever as any three boys in Munster. Well, Bridget's mama was pushing them out, yeah, popping those was. babies out. Good for her. And enough well uncles and aunts and cousins besides to make a full house of it. Man, this he's really just This gonna, is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like there's Post so family. much going on, no one's gonna notice the bride missing, that, right? It maybe. And on the table there was plenty to eat and drink for every one of the guests, as if they were as if they had been double the number. So there is Whoa. like so much. Food oh my going god, on. I love this. This sounds like a great wedding, honestly. Right? Yeah, they're gonna have a great time. Yeah. As long as like the bride doesn't get 
actually kidnapped. Yeah, well, now just as Mrs. Rooney was helping the priest to the first cut of the pig's head, Billy saw his master take a little leather pouch from his pocket and reaching into it, pulled out a pinch of some powder. Okay, okay. I see what he's doing. We're using magic. I oh, pulled out a pinch of some powder. God, my modern thought. You're like, thinking I, the angel dust? I was like, is he going to drug her? Oh, I was thinking like, he's just no. going to, I thought you meant like he's going to like rail a line of coke and be like, Whoo, let's go. I, I do love that idea. Actually. <laughs> Way back. more than him like trying to roofie her. Like, is he going to, like, drop this in her drink? Oh, uh-oh. Is he going to pop uh-oh. it in the punch? Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't no. I did not think that he was going to drug her. I thought he was going to sprinkle a little pixie dust on everyone, make him go to sleep. That would have been very cute and whimsical. Nope. And now I feel like it's going to just be weird. Shit, fuck. Okay, well, he pulled out a pinch of some powder that he sprinkled down upon the table right in front of the bride. Uh-oh. At that, the bride gave a sneeze. Achoo! Achoo! It made everyone at the table start, but not a soul said. It made everyone at the table start what? Like, this? I'm not reading this incorrectly. This no, is just what they said. start. What is it that? Like, like, like startled? Like, ah. Yeah, they're startled. Yeah. Oh, okay. It makes Never them start. Before. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe this is making <laughs> sense to everyone else because no, I mine, really have no clue. I, I was like fucking up a lot during mine too, because like the order of the words and everything was all weird. Yeah, and I, I was having a really hard time like with this last one. We're just like up, having like, a night, I, just, I guess. Wow. God. And also like folk tales do sometimes just like read really weird. Yeah, this is killing me. Yeah. Okay. I made everyone at the table start, which is a thing, <laughs> uh, but not a soul said, God bless us. All the guests thought that the priest would have done so. Yeah. As was his duty. Uh, that is his duty. Yeah. And no one wished to take the words out of his mouth, which unfortunately was preoccupied with pig's head and greens. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> but after a moment's pause, the fun and merriment of the bridal feast went on without pious benediction. Oh, no. So did they just sneeze their souls out because no one said bless no you? One, no one said bless you and she just sneezed. Uh-oh. Well, hey, he wasn't going to her. He just going to sneeze. Like just be oh, yeah. yeah okay so yeah no nice. that is that was good to know that's wholesome okay. he God. was like okay i'm gonna wait for the priest to bite into that pig head and sneeze it's because someone for some reason cannot say bless you yeah this seems like reason. i feel like you could have just finished chewing that bite and then say bless you i don't know that there's a time limit on i it. really really thought that that's what he was gonna do like he's gonna come around i yeah, know every he's but then say, he but was no. chewing and chewing and chewing and then everyone kept having a good time and he just forgot yeah he's like, and now bridget's sitting oh, there unblessed in a wedding dress like, yeah come on like her her soul's out and about on yeah, the her town. soul god knows where it is so both Billy and his master noticed this happen from their stations high up in the rafters. Ha! explained the little man, and his eye twinkled with a strange light. Ooh. Ha! said he, letting down at the bride. I have half of her now, surely. Let her sneeze but twice more and she's mine. What does works? that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I really like this one, though. And again, he sprinkled a bit of mysterious powder down upon the table. And again, fair Bridget sneezed no, at two. Bridget. Bridget, do the little, say watermelon. Or, like, put your finger on your nose and, like, do piggy. Do you do think that nose. when she sneezes, like, she says, like, her name, like, Bridget. <gasps> like, because that'd be cute. Like, like yeah. That's yeah, something. That's it reminds me of, like, <gasps> the trolls Bridget. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Actually, you know what Bridget does remind me of? It reminds me of that other folk tale with Bridget and the Larrikin. <gasps> oh my that god, that is one of my all-time favorite ones we've ever read. I wonder if this is. 
I wonder if there's like some sort of like variation of that because it's another Bridget. Mm -hmm. He's giving. He's giving Larrakeen. Yep, he's giving Larrakeen. So, hmm. Interesting. (sighs) She sneezed, but here's the thing. She did it so gently, blushing with embarrassment, (gasps) that few except the little man and Billy seemed to take any notice and no one thought to say God bless you. She did a little. Like oh, yeah, kid. and no one, it, the party's allowed. She's got a lot of siblings. Yep, She's yep. got a lot of close family Everyone's members. Everyone's turning up. Everyone has had a lot of ale to drink. Yep. Not, no wine. Yep. All the wine cellars are empty oh, from yeah, these no, two. Oh, yeah, none of that. Yeah. So no one has wine. But, you know, a lot of ales getting passed around and stuff. Oh, man, Billy, all this time, was regarding the poor girl with the most rueful expression, for he could not help thinking what terrible thing it was for a nice young girl of 19, with large blue eyes, transparent skin, and dimpled cheeks, suffused with help and joy. Health and joy, sorry. I'm sorry, does comely mean pretty? I did not think so. I thought, I maybe thought we're maybe thinking is homely. homely. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so she's she's. I hot. was thinking or she maybe was Billy not cute just... this entire time. I was like, why does he like? He's like, hey, that girl's not cute. Yeah, no. And Comely. still found someone who like likes her for who she is, and yeah, I'm God, gonna I take guess, her. I guess it's. But Comely no, she's hot. Good. Okay, she's hot. Yeah. Okay. All cool. Right, cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, this makes lies. a little more sense. Yep. Transparent skin, dimpled cheeks, uh, filled with health and joy. To be obliged to marry an ugly little bit of a man who was a thousand years old I during mean, a day. I. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she wants to marry you, my sweet alcoholic. I think she wants to marry Darcy. Yeah, I was going to say, they sure. seem... They or Darby, seem like, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I feel like they're doing fine, you know, um, down there just without you two. But. Yeah, maybe just, like, grab, pinch your little master by his ear and kind of drag him out of there, because it's kind of like a choice. This is one of his more major choices, for sure. The indentured servitude of the whole thing for seven years, that was a lot. This is also, like, much more. This is now kidnapping. Wait, wait, no, no, we're, we're jumping the gun. We're, I think we might be reading this wrong. I did a skim. Hold on. Okay. So at this critical moment, the bride gave a third sneeze and Billy roared with all his might. God bless us. (gasps) Whether this explanation resulted from his thoughts about marriage or from the mere force of habit, he never really could tell. But no sooner it was uttered than the little man, his face glowing with rage and disappointment, sprung up from the beam on which he had perched himself and shrieked out in a shrill voice that crackled like a cracked bagpipe. Oh, I discharge you from my service, Billy MacDaniel. <gasps> Take this for your wages. Oh, and he gave poor Billy a most furious kick in the back. Oh, which sent his unfortunate servant sprawling upon his face right in the middle of the supper table. Well, now I want Billy to marry her because now he just saved her and that's really cute. It is pretty cute. If Billy was astonished, how much more so was everyone in yeah. the company into which he was thrown in with so little ceremony? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this body just like plunked well, itself the, right down the on the table. Hit the floor. That's what happened. <laughs> yes. Uh, but hit when, the table. Yeah, I let the body sit at the table. <laughs> when he had told his story, oh, okay, so he hit the table, but he's just going to be like, listen, here's what's going on. <laughs> oh my God, I love the idea of him just like face down, like, yeah. Yeah. And then just like, listen, there's a little guy up there. Blah, blah, rolls blah, blah. over onto his side, like paint me like one of your French lady style. Yeah. Like, rolls over, like props his head <laughs> his up, like his up. chin on his, on his fist. Yeah. He's like, like, hey, 
Listen, all so, of this what's going on. All of this started because one night I was a little cold. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. I needed a vodka blanket and here this little guy was. And here he was. But when he had told his story, the priest laid down his knife and fork and married the young couple with all speed. Wait, what couple? Wait, what couple? Wait, 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 wait. If Billy was astonished, how much more so was everyone in company into which he was thrown into with such little ceremony? But when he had told a story, the priest laid down his knife and fork and married the young couple with all speed. Like the young couple that was about to get married or like Billy There's one Bridget. more sentence. There's one more sentence. And Billy MacDaniel danced and drank and feasted to his heart content at their wedding. Okay, okay. Wait, no, but whose wedding? Oh. <laughs> it, that's just what it says. But yeah, when there he had told like his, his story, the like... priest laid down his knife and fork and married the young couple with all speed. And Billy MacDaniel danced and drank and feasted to his heart content at their wedding. He, she marries Darby. Darby. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling Darby. Yeah. I think it's Darby. They would have brought it home with like. Yeah. Now Billy's got to. Because like, I feel like the priest is like, whoa. Yeah. That little man almost stole the He's bride. Like, we like, got to get, get them married. married. Let's, Let's right do now. this. It's, and then, and they're like, thanks, Billy. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to party it up. Yeah. It like, it confused me because I didn't expect the pig head to happen before the nope. vows. No. Nope. You know? yeah. But, no, but okay. Was, wow. That was real rough. I'm sorry, you guys. That I I actually really, really liked that one though. That was a fun one. That one is really fun. Like yeah. how odd. The, them going from wine cellar to wine cellar didn't mean anything other no, than like building just, trust. Like, good time yeah, yeah it's just a good time that you need to know about um my next one's like pretty fucking short um okay. not like wildly short but but short shorter and it's called the men the men who wouldn't stay dead and it's french okay again yeah have we had a french one yet i don't think so okay here we go gentlemen if you choose to listen, I will recount to you an adventure which once happened in a castle that stood on the bank of a river near a bridge and at a short distance from town of which I forget the name, but which we may depose to be due. The master of the ca this castle was humpbacked. Nature had exhausted her ingenuity in the formation of his whimsical figure. That's going to be my new bio. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I love that. That sounded like really beautiful. If yeah. It, yeah. I'm going to say that one more time. Yeah. Nature had exhausted her ingenuity in the formation of his whimsical figure. I like, I really like that. I do too. Again, that's going to be my Instagram bio. Yeah. In place of understanding, she had given him an immense head, which nevertheless was lost between his two shoulders. He had thick hair, a short neck, and a horrible visage. Despite his deformity, his this bugbear bethought himself of falling in love with a beautiful young woman. So it's just like, I love how we're like, oh, I love that. And it's like, this bugbear. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like oh, oh, I, I think I thought, he sounds rather charming. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Like, look at nature look doing at her nature thing. Doing that. It's like, no, Making it's people just, unique. It's scoliosis. No, it's just he's in pain. Yeah. Um, but he wants to fall in love with a beautiful woman. I want him to. The daughter of a poor but respectable Burgess, Burgess of Douay. He sought her in marriage. And as he was the richest person in the district, the poor girl was delivered up to him. Oh, she doesn't want to marry she him. She doesn't oh, want to no. do it. Okay. Okay, you have to respect that man. After the nuptials. Oh, they're no, married. They don't. Yeah, they don't. He was as much to pity as she for being devoured by jealousy he had not tranquility night or day, but went prying and rambling everywhere and suffered no stranger to enter his castle. Oh, oh 
with it is a problem. Yeah, One day, also, do the French just like love a hunchback? I was thinking that. Yeah, I was like, weird. huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, look, we're back at Christmas. One day during the Christmas fest- festival, while standing. While standing sentinel at his gate, he was accosted by three humpbacked minstrels. Oh, yeah. The, the French. French in their humpbacks. Yeah. yeah. What was going on? Yeah. They saluted him as a brother and as such asked for refreshment. Nice. Contrary to expectation, he led them to his kitchen, gave them a capon with peas. See, I'm also like, what's for why am I like This is like a weirdly? hard day. You know, <laughs> it it's, that's written weird. Just like can't read these. Yeah. A cap in with peas, and to each a piece of money. Before they departed, however, he warned them never to return on pain of being thrown into the river. Okay. Well, that's... Whoa. Okay, they seemed very welcome, so there's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, that probably confused the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, oh, I, like, thought we were cool. Yeah, like, you gave me money. We were in the Hunchback Brotherhood, and now you're, (laughs) like, yelling at me to not fucking come back You're gonna throw me in a goddamn river? Yeah. Okay. As the threat of this chatelain, the minstrels laughed heartily and took to the road of the town, singing in full chorus and dancing in grotesque derision. He, on his part, without paying any further attention to them, went to walk in the fields. All right. The lady who saw her husband across the bridge and had heard the minstrels called them back to amuse her. Uh oh. oh no. He's jealous. Uh oh. They had not been long returned to the castle. They, they came back. They said, wow. Idiots. Oh, why, my God. Yeah, why would you just, like, laugh at that? Like, like I would be like, mm, you might be crazy, though. I don't know you, so yeah. I'm not coming back. They thought oh, they were part God. of the Brotherhood. Yeah, they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they vastly misunderstood what the Brotherhood is. Yep. <laughs> By which she and the minstrels were equally along. Oh, wait, wait. No. Oh, they had not been long returned to the castle when her husband knocked at the gate, by which she and the minstrels were equally alarmed. Fortunately, the lady perceived on the bedstead in a neighboring room three emptied coffers. Into each of them, she stuffed a minstrel, shut the covers, and then opened the gate to her husband. So she knew. She knew they weren't allowed to come back. Girly pop. Oh, well, she just knows that he's jealous. Yeah. Yeah. He had only come back to spy... The con- conduct of his wife as usual. God, he's so God. irritating. There's no one there. What do you mean the conduct of your wife? Yeah. Like, there's nothing going. She's There's nothing to do. This poor woman. This is so annoying. And after a short stay went out anew, in which you may believe his wife was not dissatisfied, she instantly ran to the coffers to release the minstrels, for night was approaching and her husband would not probably be long absent. But what was her dismay when she found them all three suffocated? Oh! What was the name of this again? The men who wouldn't stay dead. Oh, okay, okay. So they they good. <laughs> they're not gonna stay dead. Yeah, no, they're good. Yeah, good. if the title tells us anything. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow. Lamentation, however, was useless. The main object now was to get rid of the dead bodies. I like the way this one's written. The main object now was to get rid of the bodies. Yep. And she had not a moment to lose. She ran then to the gate and seeing a peasant go by. <laughs> offered him a reward of 30 livres leading him to the castle she took one to the coffers and showing him its contents told him he must throw the dead body into the river he asked for a sack put the carcass into it pitched it over the bridge into a stream and then returned quite out of breath and to claim a promised reward i certainly intend to satisfy you said 
(laughs) (laughs) I certainly intend to satisfy you, said the lady, but you ought first to fulfill the conditions of your bargain. You've agreed to rid me of the dead body, have you not? There, however... It is still saying that she showed him the other coffer. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't there three? Yeah, she's just like gaslighting him. She's like, you didn't get rid of it. Yeah, why didn't she just say I have three dead bodies here? Oh, because he would have charged more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, she's just going to gaslight the shit out of him into like getting rid of evidence, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which this second hunchback had expired. At this sight, the clown was perfectly confounded and saying, how the devil? Come back. A sorcerer! (laughs) This is also a hobbit. Yeah. (laughs) He then stuffed the body into the sack and threw it like the other over the bridge. Okay, no. Now I'm thinking of Emperor's New Groove. Yep. In Kronk. Yep, yep, yep. With Kuzka's body in the sack. (laughs) Oh my god. How did we both go to like that exact part? Because we're the same person. (laughs) I love... That is my favorite movie of all time. I love that movie. It is. I love that movie. Threw it like the other over the bridge, taking care to put the head down and to observe that it sank. Yeah. Attaboy. She's still going to gaslight you. Meanwhile, the lady had again changed the position of the coffers so that the third was now in place, which it had been successively occupied by the two others. When the peasant returned, she showed him the remaining body. You're right, friend, said she. He must be a magician, for there he is again. Oh, so they didn't come back to life. The yeah. guy just thought that he... Okay. okay. The, right. the rustic gnashed his teeth with rage. What the devil? Am I to do nothing but carry about this accursed hunchback? Well, this isn't This isn't magic. It's just fraud. It's just... Yeah, she's... Damn. And also, like, disposing of evidence. Yeah. He then lifted him up with dreadful... Im- imprecations? dreadful imprecations and having tied a stone around the neck threw him into the middle of the current threatening if he came back a third time to dispatch him with a cudgel okay well i feel like you're gonna be good so yeah no it's just the third you're good the first object that presented itself to the clown on its way back for the reward was the hunchbacked master of the castle returning from his evening walk and making toward the gate i forgot about the master at this sight the peasant could no longer restrain his fury oh shit oh Oh, no oh she just made out like a bandit is he gonna kill him yeah dog of a hunchback are you there again so saying he sprang on the chatlin shoved him into the sack and threw him headlong into the river after the minstrels oh my god i'll venture a wager you have not seen him this last time said the peasant entering the room where the lady was seated she answered that she had not yet you were not far from it replied he the sorcerer was already at the gate but i've taken care of him be at your ease. He will not come back now. The lady instantly understood what had happened and repaid the peasant to his satisfaction. Is that it? Yes. Wow. What a banger. I somehow did not see that coming at no. all. Like I said, I forgot about the main dude. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good one. That one really came back around. That was nice. Yeah. Call back to the beginning of the whole thing. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, hey, remember was... how they were all hunchbacks? Yeah. 
So that was relevant. Y'all are gonna die. Yeah. Wow. I like really, really appreciate that. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. I liked I liked those. It, we couldn't read. We couldn't read. Um, but you know But they were still good. They were very good. I yeah. I hope that y'all got the message. Exactly. <laughs> Understood it anyways. Yeah. Because I did. I got it. I, I got, got it. what you were I was picking up what you were throwing down, Maddie. Oh, for sure. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening and we yeah. will be back next time. <laughs> this what do we say? What do we say to end our podcast? Um, bye. okay, bye. bye. Hi, this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Get out of nowhere. Baby. Okay. Get it out. <clears throat> yep.